0: Welcome to Study IQ's initiative, the podcast. In today's episode, we are going to understand about high courts in detail. Sir, can you give us some brief information about high courts? According to the constitution, India
1: follows a single integrated judicial system, which means that the apex court, that is, the Supreme Court, is the head of all courts. However, high courts are the highest judicial body at the state level and the territorial jurisdiction of that high court is proximated to the territory of that state. If we will talk about the composition of high court, the constitution has not fixed or specified the strength of high court and leaves it to the discretion of the president. So, the high court consists of chief justice and such other judges that the president may specify. President specifies the strength depending upon workload on any High Court.
0: Sir, can you throw some light on constitutional provisions which are related to High Court? Indian
1: Constitution's
0: Article 214 deals with the High Courts for States which
1: states that Article 214 the state shall have to be a High Court for each state and Article 215 states that the High Courts to be Courts of Record. That means every High Court shall be a Court of Record. The judgment, proceedings, proceedings, or act of the high court are recorded for the perpetual memory testimony and it has all the powers of such a court including the power to punish contempt of court. The next article mentioned in our constitution is article 216 which says that every high court shall consist of a chief justice and such other judges as the president may from time to time deem or fit and necessary to appoint. The next article is article 217, which specifies the appointment and conditions of the office of a judge of a high court, under which the first point is every judge of a high court is appointed by the president and appointment is done by the warrant under his hand and seal. The second point under this article is that the chief justice of high court is appointed by president after the consultation of chief justice of India, as well as governor of the concerned state the next point is that the judge other than the chief justice of high court are also appointed by the president after consultation with chief justice of india chief justice of the concerned high court and governor of the concerned state in the case of common high court for multiple states the governor shall consult the every state which is concerned and a stakeholder for that
0: high court sir What is the tenure of judges of High Court?
1: Constitution has not fixed any tenure for the judges of High Court but has made some provisions in this regard. We will see those provisions point by point. The first point is that it shall hold office until the age of 62 years. Second point is that in case any judge wants to resign from his post, their resignation will be presented to the President of India. The third point is that the President is empowered to remove a judge of a high court, same with the manner provided in the Clause 4 of Article 124 for the removal of the judge of a Supreme Court. Such a recommendation for removal is made by the Parliament. Even the judge of a high court can vacate his office when he is appointed as a judge of a Supreme Court or if he gets transferred to the another high court. If any question arises about the age of a judge of a high court, The question shall be decided by the President. However, such decision can be made after consultation with the Chief Justice of India by President. And this decision in this regard of President is final.
0: Sir, can you throw some light on removal of the judges of High Court and what is the process for removal?
1: The President is authorized to issue removal orders only after an address is presented to him by the Parliament. Such an order must be passed by the Parliament in the same parliamentary session. That means, the address must be supported by a special majority. The second, the ground of removal should be the same as the Supreme Court that is provided misbehavior and incapacity. The third point is that, the manner of removal should also be the same as the judges of Supreme Court. However, in detail if we want to discuss about the process of removal, the first stage for that is to sign a 100-member motion from Lok Sabha or 50 member from Sabha should initiate the motion. This motion must be presented to the chairman or speaker and they can admit the motion and it is the discretion of chairman or speaker to accept or reject the motion. In case of the admission of the motion by a speaker or chairman, a three-member committee is set up to investigate the charges and if the committee finds that, the charges are valid, then this motion is put in front of the parliament. And if parliament passes this motion with a special majority, then the address is presented to the president for removal and president passes an order for removing the
0: judge. Sir, to become a judge of the high court, what are the qualifications specified under the constitution of India?
1: I would like to take this question in a very point format. The first point is that the person must be a citizen of India. Then he should for at least 10 years held a judicial office in the territory of India or else for at least 10 years been an advocate of high court or high court in the succession. There is one thing to note that it is clear from the above statements that the constitution has not prescribed any minimum age for an appointment of a judge.
0: Sir, Can you indicate some provisions that specify the provisions related to transfer of judge from one court to another?
1: Article 222 mentions about transfer of a judge from one high court to another, which says that the President may transfer a judge from one high court to another high court after consultation with the Chief Justice of India. On the transfer, the judge of a high court is entitled to receive an addition of his salary because of the compensatory allowances. And this can be decided and determined by the parliament. And Supreme Court has ruled that the transfer can be done only in the public interest and it should not be an instrument for punishment. And Supreme Court have also ruled that the judicial review is necessary to check any arbitrary transfer if there is happening. And this is because the power of judicial review empowers any high court judge. When he gets transfer order, he can challenge that transfer order
0: in the court. Sir, can you enlighten us about the powers and jurisdiction of High Court? Article 225 mentions that the jurisdiction and
1: power of High Court. It is the highest court of appeal best owned with the power to interpret the constitution at the state level. At present, High Courts enjoy some jurisdiction such as Original Jurisdiction, Writ Jurisdiction, Appellate Jurisdiction, Supervisory Jurisdiction, Control over Subordinate Courts, a court of record, a power of judicial review. In this regard, the High Court has the power to hear the disputes in the first instance. That is, it has the original jurisdiction that contains the matter related to contempt of court, the election of the Member of Parliament and state legislature, revenue matters, enforcement of fundamental rights. In all such matters, High Court will listen the cases at the first instance. That means High Court have a original jurisdiction on such matters.
0: Sir, can you elucidate the power of High Courts to issue writs?
1: Article 226 empowers the High Court to issue certain writs. It is empowered to issue writs including habeas corpus, certiorari, mandamus, prohibition as well as quo warranto, for the enforcement of fundamental rights as well as other ordinary legal rights. The writ can be issued not within the territorial jurisdiction. However, it can also be done outside the territorial jurisdiction if the matter arises in the territorial jurisdiction. It can be issued by any person, authority or government. However, one thing I would like to highlight is that the High Court's writ jurisdiction is not exclusive but rather concurrent with the Supreme Court's writ jurisdiction under Article 32 for Supreme Court. It means that when a citizen's fundamental rights are violated, the aggrieved party has the option of directly moving either towards High Court or directly to the Supreme Court. However, the High Court's writ jurisdiction is more broader than that of a Supreme Court. This is because the Supreme Court can only issue writs for the enforcement of fundamental rights. However, High Court have a power to issue writs not only if the fundamental rights are being violated but against the ordinary laws also.
0: Sir, can you elaborate on the power of superintendence of all the courts by High Court?
1: Article 227 mentions power of superintendence over all courts by High Court. Supervisory jurisdiction is that the High Court has the power to superintendence over all courts and tribunals functioning in the territorial jurisdiction of that High Court. But it has no jurisdiction over military courts or tribunals Its law is binding over all subordinate courts within the territory in the same manner as the law of the Supreme Court is binding on all courts in India.
0: Sir, can you elaborate some provisions that deal with the transfer of cases to High Court? In this regard
1: of transfer of cases to High Court, Article 228 mentions that the High Court is empowered to withdraw a case pending in a subordinate court, if it involves a substantial question of law or required constitutional interpretation. And article 230 says that the extension of the jurisdiction of high court is to certain union territories. Constitution has authorized the parliament to establish a common high court for two or more states or two or more states and union territories as well. This provision was added to the constitution through 7th Constitutional Amendment Act 1956. That is why it is very important to remember that the common high court for multiple states and union territories was not an element in the original constitution. In the next article 231, establishment of a common high court of two or more states, the parliament is authorized to establish a common high court for two or more states.
0: Sir, thank you for giving us the information. Dear listeners, it is time to wrap up this episode of the podcast. In the next episode, we will discuss another topic relevant for your exam. So stay connected with Study IQ and keep studying. You can listen to Study IQ Presents the podcast on all the audio streaming platforms like Spotify, Hubhopper, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, etc. Links are pinned in the comment section below. Thank you.